0: Some of you very much know me. I okay, so about. First thing, this is my work on the wall. Yay. Yay. Yay! So thank you again to Dave and Yaya for this gallery. And yes, everything is for sale. And we're trying to really, I mean, this is fantastic that we have an this art gallery. So look around. Look at something you buy my crap or not. Who gives a shit? I point a camera and stuff, and I put it in a frame, and I put it on the wall. Well, look around at the stuff that Dave and Yaya have put together and trying to make this gallery do something amazing and afterbula on Bridge Street. So look around if you like it, buy it. Um, I'm very fortunate to be taking one of Yaya's pieces home with me tonight. This Yay. I'm taking um, home one of the peacock. Yes, we did an exchange, but there's some amazing stuff on those walls, so yes, buy. That that is my thing Just buy. So, uh, I was one of the members of the English Society back in the day, publishing the Platypus, and now I don't know what it's called. And they publish anymore. There is a new English society. There I can't state English Ashtabula. Society. We are what was left of the last one who didn't return to the new one. Okay, well I was one of the original members who coined the term the name the platypus and I'm in it a lot, so I have a few pieces. And I thought I would read something, and Dave. There's one that he likes, and I don't know. He's remember. feeling very ill. Yeah, From the 9. 9. Beer, we'll do that. Alcohol beer? Alcohol beer. Yes. So that should be a in and of itself. <laughs> alcohol beer. So so this one is called Freedom. And this was something I, ri- I wrote that had um, the prompt was some abstract idea, and I thought about lying in bed in the middle of the night. And there are nights I can go back to sleep. And there are nights that it doesn't matter what time it is, I'm up for the rest of the night. So this is what this is based on. So freedom is someone walking out of the bathroom. Whoa, oh, We heard you peeing. Oh. <laughs> it was very cool. Wow, it's really my night. It was cool. <laughs> fucking Yes, yes, yes. You're welcome. <laughs> and I borrowed this very cool hat from some chick in the other whose name I do not know. Thank you, because you're going to make the picture so much better. Nice. And I have a collection of fedoras, and I didn't bring any tonight, so you've really saved me. So, freedom. That was the prompt, freedom. Freedom is a spot on my ceiling, northeast of the fan that is always on. Its indefinable shape moves as the blades interrupt the gentle glow of red from my dresser. That tells me it is early morning and the day has not yet begun. It isn't that spot. That 3 a.m. desperation spot, that clenched skin drenched skin, or d- clenched teeth drenched skin, expanding and contracting as my mind races, and the weight of responsibility pulls me protesting and angry from an unremembered dream spot. That spot lives. On the far wall, eight inches above, the mocking sneer of a clock with abnormally bright letters that knows before I do that sleep is finished, that life intrudes when tomorrow will be hell. That spot, that spot lives. Ah, I lost my place. That spot holds me captive and forces my submission. Freedom is a spot on my ceiling northeast of reality that I see when I awake in the pre-dawn hours and there is nothing <coughs> to keep me from falling back asleep. Okay, now I see what Dave said about the sounding like a robot,
1: because from here
0: you can hear the echo. Absolutely. Okay. So this one was I was watching um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, and in the very beginning, and it was in the winter. In the very, I step back from this microphone. In the very beginning, he's talking about not being able to explain himself in a desert landscape. I'm from the desert. I'm from Arizona. I understand heat. I understand cacti. I understand looking out and seeing nothing but beige. And I found myself here in Ohio and I heard that line in his movie and I was like, well, fuck that. I don't understand Ohio. So, in an homage to Hunter S. Thompson. Ohio. Myself has never been fully explained in this climate. My intransigent id seeks kindred terrain, stark beauty, flat vistas, a pastoral monochromatic. A landscape oral, tactual, indiscernible to imaginations, myopia dull. It wants to feed on organic artistry, raw, arid, exquisite, but chokes on sylvan splendor and its creatures of pan and dies hungry, unexplained engulfed by the Great River. Okay, I will read one more. My house was broken into, and many of my possessions were stolen. Here in Ashtabula, I don't live in Ashtabula any longer, I live in Cleveland Heights, but I was here, and my much of my poetic genesis is here in Ashtabula. So this was my house being broken into, and people stealing my possessions, and a couple years later, something else happening, and I mentioned it to my then-lover, and him kind of blowing it off. So in about 15 minutes, this poem came out of that. It's called Safe. In my jewelry box lives a small, blue bag filled with stones. This morning, the stones are on the dresser, and the bag is gone. I don't know what to do with this information. Three months ago, that same dresser was covered with the remnants of an invasion. The good pieces, the gold and silver pieces, the engraved and irreplaceable pieces, were gone and the junk bought at countless flea markets and yard sales left behind. I didn't know what to do with that information either. That event evoked sympathy, but my little blue bag is a novelty to friends who make comments about the gremlins that must surely live in my home. They sit in their unmolested little <coughs> castles, ignorant of the kind of fear that has hijacked my life and made uncomfortable my default emotional setting. This house is no longer mine. I am a stranger in this compromised refuge. Its weakness has been exposed, its walls have proven violable. This house is no longer mine. It belongs to them now, the faceless non-Gremlins who use my vulnerability as their playground. It is a distorted reflection of what home once was, of what sanctuary should be, of see. This house is no longer mine. Who is it? <clears> oh, <throat> uh, I forgot to read the poem that Dave likes. Good. So if you'll indulge me, I will read it. This was from the first issue of the Platosus that we published. And I'm surprised we didn't get in more trouble for this, considering the trouble we got into later for the use of the word dominatrix. But this is called Cheers. And this was written after a night out with a Kent State professor whose name I will not mention, (laughs) walking out of a bar, and this phrase being uttered by one of the girls that I was with in my imagining if a guy walking by had heard this, what he would think. So it's called Cheers. The dick is optional. I heard this as I passed a group of women exiting a bar at what must have been a very happy hour. It stayed with me, spinning in a mind now startlingly aware of the opposite sex. I wondered at the conversation proceeding, at the group of words needed to elicit this phallic response. I imagined it salacious whispered in a vodka loud voice as girlfriends giggled and the bartender looked on, amused. Or maybe it was asexual, the new feminist manifesto, soon to appear on pastel t-shirts and button-covered jackets, or be chanted as querulous women march on the National Mall in power suits and stiletto heels. I wanted to follow these women to ask, but I knew no answer would sate an imagination so fully engaged so i contented myself with speculation and a tumbler of scotch raised as they drove away mm-hmm. and that I-